I'm going to have to look that up. Hello everyone, Brian here. Thanks for tuning in. A little bit of a delay with the episodes, as most people probably can sympathize. (laughs) Real life always gets in the way. But I think this is good timing and slowly getting closer to getting in a more permanent home and ironing out the work schedule, which involves some early mornings, sometimes late nights, more early mornings right now, very early mornings just because of the time difference, so that hopefully I can get on a regular routine of putting these out. This is also timely because it's touching on one of the topics that I hope to make perhaps a regular occurrence, you know, periodic episodes featuring this, and something I talked about in one of the first few episodes, and that is the minimal approach to prepping a game or you know, minimal RPGs, and not from the sense of a minimal rule set per se, but making it very easy to both prepare and run a game, but still allowing the players the maximum flexibility of choice. And also allowing that if they don't necessarily recall the rules or you don't or have access to the books, mainly more in a social game setting, it doesn't devolve into the rules lawyering aspects. So the biggest hurdle that I've found in getting back into this partially is the wealth of material, you know, where to start, not just in terms of the game you want, but the number of adventures, you know, the preps, the aids. But once you have that, how to make it so that you don't face what seems like a ton of homework to prep a game. And I I think this varies, and it varies based on the type of game or your group, but I think what I'm coming at now is if you're approaching a game or want to play a game more on a, on a pickup, not necessarily part of a long-standing campaign or even homebrewed, something that may require a lot of work. And again, maybe not even one of the, the adventures that, I guess specifically I'm thinking of the Watsy 5e books, which do really require a lot more reading and prep and reading ahead. And it's something that's going to stretch over many sessions, but you really do have to have a bit of knowledge on what may come next, even if you don't get to it that week. But what I'm talking about is when you want to sit down and and play a game or you have an opportunity in the next few days to play, how can you get ready for it without causing yourself too much anxiety? Or even better, which I usually find, is that there's a lot of almost ad hoc chances to have a game. Now, mainly this is kind of me, my son, or us and a few others. But having that opportunity and embracing it and feeling like, yes, I can run something and not necessarily something that I may have run three or four times. So back when I was starting to run some fifth edition adventures and looking for ways to go beyond some of the ones that I picked up. So I picked up a modified version of B4. This is before the Goodman Games one that I have now. Ran the, I think, Starter Set Adventures, Pre-Essentials Kit, I think. And then I was running some other things, mainly cobbling them together 
from one page dungeons and a few other things. So I came across the work of one Sly Flourish, Mike Shea, the lazy DM, and mainly started following his websites and found out that he had published a nice series of books. In detail, he had started, and I think it was pre-5e, with the Lazy Dungeon Master, and then came out with a 5e enhanced one, The Return of the Lazy DM, one which I've gotten. But the first one I think I picked up was actually the Lazy DM's workbook. Now, when I said it's timely, I'll put a link in the notes because he's got a Kickstarter for the Lazy DM Companion. Some overall comments, review comments about the products, they are fantastic. So I do have the return and I have the lazy workbook and then I have another product of his that I'll get to uh, towards the end. But the, <laughs> the quality of these is unbelievable. Now I only got the PDFs mainly because I ended up getting the workbook and the return of the DM when I was traveling around and it just made it easier. But they're fantastically laid out, easy to read, set up in such a way that... I. I'm not sure what it is, and I, I, I've noticed this with the hardback Watsi books. It just seems like it's too either too crowded or too much, but the way that Mike has it laid out, it, it lends itself to give you the information as you'd expect in a book called The Lazy DM, which is fantastic, because that's what they want. So it may be best to start with how I started in that I went and picked up the Lazy DM workbook and it gave me exactly what it said it would do in that it laid out just some guidelines on preparations and checklists and to be fair I wasn't putting together as Mike would call it a lazy campaign but I was trying to put together a few sessions so having kind of the the toolkit he just lays out here some here's some tools you should have here's some tips on running your game and these are expounded on more if you get the return of the lazy DM. And then something that I had cobbled together from different websites and probably even, oh, the SRD or the basic rules are just some of the fifth edition reference terms and statistics, or not really statistics, but some are basic that everybody, if you've played now enough times, you'll know the difficulty classes and ranking matching the words from very easy to impossible with the DC. But I found it hard in first getting into 5th edition, finding really just quick definitions, references for some of these terms, especially if they had changed a bit. Um, conditions and you know even things like when you first get into this, getting used to how you went from, if you're like me and were BX AD and D, from specific saving throw values to figuring out what the wizard spell save is, or you know, the, you know, your spell attack bonus, things like that, which just were a little bit confusing to me, mostly because I just had not followed the iterations and was not familiar with it. So just having these at an easy reference is fantastic and worth it in itself, because I found that. And it was probably either the DM screen that came with, I don't think it was the Essentials Kit, but I think it was the actual DM screen that we had purchased and picked up pretty inexpensively via Amazon. My apologies to local game stores. But it didn't really have a lot of good information. It didn't have nearly this level of information on it that you would want 
at least when you're starting or if you try to make things easier for yourself, I would take a lot of this information and just staple it on a Games Master screen. Um, so the other thing that was really good about this, which helps put things together, or in my case, as I was getting either you know one-page dungeons or, or maps or trying to get from one one set of adventures to another without putting too much thought into it, because at the time, and probably even now, my son just wanted to play. And I kind of felt that, yeah, we should be able to just sit down with minimal prep and play and not let that get in the way. Mike has a ton of different random events. So everything from traps, the severity of traps, different monuments and items you might find as you go through events, town events, and then of course, you know, the random monster tables. And I know in one session, I literally just printed out the monster tables and <laughs> getting to, you know, part of the, the second half of the book, the basic layers, as he calls them, lazy layers, and he has 10 of them, but I just printed out a few for caves, and I think I printed out the dungeon and the random table, so that if we just wanted to sit down and play and make things up as we went, it was easy to. And this, to me, almost epitomized at least a minimal prep approach. And it may not be what you want to do for every game or session, but when I was going through this, and then a few months later, or maybe six months later, it was a different game. It was Dungeon Crawl Classics. But when I was getting into this, I was fortunate enough to get in a demo session with Brennan LaSalle. And, you know, it was intended to do a lot of things. It tended, obviously, to teach you a little bit of how to play, give you a chance to see what things were going on, you know, turn, turn you into the raving fan that the DCC community likes. And it accomplished all that. And most of that is, is obviously due to Brennan because he's a great game master. And doing this online you know, is always difficult. But I'm sure this is something or, or, or one of several that he runs regularly and so probably doesn't have to prep, if any, anymore because he, he's prepped this and he's also written many adventures and has written Next Crawl. But in running through the session and then thinking about it afterwards, first, it wasn't very long. It was only intended to be, I think, two, maybe we ran two and a half hours because it's an intro. And it was a simple encounter in a sense that it was a, what you could fit definitely on a one-page dungeon, but even less than that. And as we went through it, everything was generated primarily by Brennan, but also through the players and interactions and different things that we saw. And of course, taking some time to learn the rules. But at that point, I don't even think I had purchased the full rule set. I think I had a quick start and just reading some tips online. But from what, you know, essentially he started with, turned it into what for me was a fantastic game. And, you know, the, the fact that it was a, a free demo uh, is brilliant. But this is the t that's the type of, of game or encounter that I would be perfectly satisfied at a convention or, or in running that you know, as one session, or to be honest, as a, you know, Friday night, Saturday night social game event. And it just kind of emphasized a lot of the points that I think Mike makes in the workbook and definitely in the Return of the DM that, excuse me, Return of the Lazy DM, that if you have some of these tools, you can just sit down and, and run through things. And also what I found with, with my son, and I think this is really what you want to get to with most of your players, is that it gives enough about the world setting, whatever you're building, 
to let them improvise and create things. You know, we crawled through the caves as part of an ongoing story that he was telling of getting back to, you know, the elven homeland or recovering different crystals. And, and mainly because I just asked him what he wanted to do. And so as we did that, we, we put little things along the way and, you know, used the 5e rules and essentially, you know, made our own story. So coming away from that, and in fact, I think one of the, one of the few sets of game material that I printed out as we were traveling around in the RV, because we did pick up a, a cheap printer, uh, mainly because as, as, you know, traveling around for a certain amount of time, there are certain things we did need to print out and have as reference or sign. And, you know, we had to do all the normal, you know, tax, et cetera, stuff while traveling. But one of the, the sets that I printed out were some of these maps and tables, because I thought, you know, I could have it on, on, on PDF, but I, I printed them out and stuck them in the folder so that I could just sit down and, and use that as we were going through things rather than flip back and forth. So, you know, I guess it, it was used as intended. Um, I couldn't tell you, I guess I should go and take a look at the price, but when I picked it up, it was a, it seemed a bargain. And again, because I think if you use this for one session, you, you definitely get your money's worth and you can use this for many, many, many sessions of all types. The end of the workbook has some blank sheets so you can, you know, make some Print, print out these multiple copies from the PDF. They've got session worksheets for the campaigns, which is um, something I haven't haven't done, but I think is a really good idea if you have a campaign. Obviously, you need to take some form of notes or tracking between sessions. It's even better if you can get a player to help do this, but he breaks it down into some very easy steps, and they follow a lot of the advice that he gives in you know one of his core books, The Return of the Lazy DM. You know, the characters, the strong start, that you want to have your players, the different scenes, uh, little bits about locations, monsters, etc., and then a character tracking and NPC. Excuse me, character and NPC tracking sheet. It's also got more things on the campaign on on kind of how to how to set things up, hooks and truths, and this is a lot of material that I know he's covered in his website. And that was primarily the way that I found Mike was just kind of reading through blog entries, and it's beautifully distilled and. I don't think you can go wrong, even if you're more on the high prep side. I mean, I think even if you are building an intricate world or or you're running, in fact, it might even be more useful if you're running a big pre-planned adventure. I didn't really use this when we started to do pieces of Tomb of Annihilation, but I do think that uh, when I run, even for one of the Goodman games, uh, Reincarnated Adventures, uh, or if we run something else, I'm going to make sure that I kind of use this to keep things on track because it's just so easy that as you go through the different scenes or different portions, chapters, using this to guide you. So I highest praise for this after getting this. I had you know, gotten a sample of the return and then purchased that, uh, which, you know, again, the, the, two, the two of them alone, I think, help you more than anything else in terms of getting yourself to a place where both that you can be better prepared but do it with less less time and if, if you're like me it's not necessarily a lack of motivation it's just that it's presented in such a way and gives you tools to help you in such a way that it doesn't feel like like homework so as i was saying before 
Mike has a, another Kickstarter up now, and this is for the companion. So if you're interested, it just went live this week, and if you go to the site, I'll put the link in, you can even get a preview. The one thing I'll say about the preview, and the one for the companion is it's 17 pages and gives you just a, a plethora of additional tools. Uh, there'll be some companion maps. I know that I downloaded the Return of the Lazy DM preview before I bought it, and you almost have enough in the free free preview to run multiple sessions as it is. I mean, it's, it is a fantastic snapshot of what you can expect, uh, which which is great. And to me, it's it's the it's the business model that I don't know that everybody necessarily agrees with, but I, I like to see that in the the RPG industry, especially from independent creators, because they put out lots of quality material. And when I say they, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm talking about creators, but usually have a ton of free material. And then even when they're producing a product, give you a sample. And it's just amazing that, I, I mean, I know it is difficult for most folks, especially if they're trying to do this full time, to really make decent money. So I am more than happy, uh, as I said, even though the free, you know, these quick starts and these these free samples give you so much, more than happy to then pay for the full version because it's, as I said, um, some of these, and I think of the Kickstarter, the new one, you can actually go and get the older versions depending on the level that you participate. But even if you just went and got the basic PDF or beyond that, the printout, um, $10 for the companion PDF and the virtual tabletop map. And I think when I purchased the previous ones, I don't even know if I paid, maybe maybe one of them was more than 10 or they were on the $10 value. So it's very, very inexpensive. And you can get a printed version for a little bit more than that with the PDF. And you can even get the other ones in the series. But it's, it's just, I think, you know, indicative in some ways. I started off by talking about how difficult it is and you can hit decision fatigue with so much material. But I think if you're smart about it or if you pick a few of the many great options and run with them, and, and this is a case in point that I found with the lazy DM material, it can just help out so much. And also reminds me right now in procrastinating, putting some games together that I really need to sit down and just use some of this material because it would help me out so much more. So if you are so inclined, if you're not familiar, and I know many folks are uh, with Mike's work, uh, I'll put a link into both the Kickstarter, also this website. One of the last things just to note on this, it to me it falls in line with the things he's done for the Lazy DM. Um, it's, it's separate. He did a project, I think it was also last year, uh, that he kickstarted it with uh, James Intercasso and I'm sure someone else or a few other folks. So please, uh, I will have to beg forgiveness for not knowing all of the names uh, of the authors, but I know that, uh, I'm sorry, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, yeah. The three of them came up with a project, a project. They launched a project and came out with a product that was something that back in first edition AD&D was actually instrumental in a, in a mini renaissance for me in high school. There was a product that I may have mentioned before that helped get us, a bunch of us, back into some, some gaming sessions that at the time just almost seemed revolutionary. And that was the Book of Layers that 
someone had this, one of my friends uh, in high school had this, you know, brought it in at some point, and we set up times after school on weekends to run adventures, and I, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but it was a good DM, I guess, first of all, but it just was, I was also amazed that from this book, you get this big book of layers, just lists out the monsters, different types, where they were, and just would pick one out. We'd get some characters, run through it, and we'd take turns doing it. And it was more than enough to fill months of gameplay. And so that was actually one of the things that I looked for when I first came back, because I saw all the big adventures, but I said, you know, a book of layers or something equivalent would be really, really useful. So Mike and, and James and Scott came out with fantastic layers, and that's exactly what it is. Actually, from what I remember of the book of layers that I have, Fantastic Layers is kind of that on steroids. When it is written for 5th edition, it's got series of encounters, and I think it goes first all the way to 20th, and it probably goes by exact level. So I think it goes literally, there's first, second, third, and on up, maybe a few repeats, and gets on up to, you know, the, the big level. And then it even has a session in the back on how you might build one. And these are fleshed out even more so than the Book of Layers. From what I remember, the Book of Layers in AD&D, it had the stats, it had the descriptions, but it didn't really have much. Maybe it had a few maps, whereas this is essentially almost a mini-adventure for each one. So you can run it, as I've described, as just a few pickup games or pickup encounters, or put these into a, into a campaign. So... Um, there's a link to that from Mike's website. You can pick that up at, I think, Drive Through. Again, this was one that I, I, I can't remember the cost of the Kickstarter, but for the amount of material they delivered was a bargain. And even though it's not officially a Lazy DM product, it's perfect for Lazy DM because if nothing else, and you want to run something or people want a game, you just open up this book, pick one of these out. It gives you all the basics. You can run it as written, but you could also then use it to improvise or kind of make up on the fly anything else you wanted. So a few things to consider as we kind of start looking at maybe some minimal or in this case <laughs> Mike's lazy DM prep. So check them out. I think that's all for now. So hopefully everyone is still staying safe and enjoying their games. Peace. Mm-hmm.